the Dream Baby Dream podcast. Welcome back to Dream Baby Dream. We are ACTC. I'm Amy Kuma. And I'm Taylor Clemens. Your voice sounds nice today. Thank you. I was putting it on. <laughs> I went into my deep register. Yeah. <laughs> I have a very annoying voice at the best of times. No, so. you don't. Yours is actually, I'm jealous of it because it's very leveled. Leveled? Is that? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's very, um, I feel like I can be quite pitchy when I get excited. I go, See, I think I go pitchy. Oh, I'm like, oh, I get really annoying. Funny. I'm yeah. jealous of your voice. You're jealous of my voice. Well, we're just, we're just, we're just supportive. We're just, I've told Taylor so many times. I'm like, I want to stop doing the podcast because I can't listen to my voice anymore. <laughs> and literally I, I went for a walk with Carolyn and she was like, yeah, no, I love Amy's voice. And I was like, can you please tell her that? I have to convince her every week to speak. Me editing it, I'm like, oh, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Why did I speak? Why did I talk? Why do I have a podcast when I hate my voice? <laughs> Very good. So that was a fun way to uh, start today's podcast. Uh, Amy, how have you been? What did we do today? Um, really good. I'm brunette. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Amy dyed her hair. I dyed my hair. Do you know, I didn't think I was brunette until I spoke to everyone. Because No, that's what? the thing. I've gradually been going darker. But a point like no one really notices it, yeah. And so this time I just went a little too far, and now I'm leaning more towards brunette. And so everyone was just like, "You're a brunette, you're a and I, they're freaking out. And I was like, "Oh God, shit, I am. I'm not blonde anymore. So I've just I've taken it too far, and now I'm a brunette. It'll fade, like it, it, it'll, it'll yeah." He's done it in a way that I've still got blonde bits, so I will eventually go back yeah. blonde with a few washes, but not quite on the dark side yet. No, but it's a big change. So mm. no, um, it looks really nice. It really suits your skin tone. Having been a blonde for about twenty three years, I can say yeah. you do get the ditzy blonde. Mm. You get cast in those roles, so it'll be interesting to see if I get different roles now being a brunette. Well, you and I get put up for different things. Like the last one you did was like a blonde influencer role. Oh, and see, I don't want those roles. <laughs> want them so it's good to get away from that yeah yeah uh amy what's your obsession this week myself <laughs> she wasn't ready for that question um no i i really like my hair yeah no i i, I like it as well i'm looking at myself in the mirror right now <laughs> she's been checking herself out the whole time this is what happens when we record in my room she just wants to take photos the whole time no my obsession actually i am i'm i'm proud of myself i yeah. feel like i'm in a good spot and i feel like I've got a lot of things happening. I booked a Europe trip yesterday. Whoop. Broke the bank, but... <laughs> <laughs> You'll have so much fun, though. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Uh, my obsession of the week is the film I'm co-directing, Chasing Lemons. Mm. Um, we've been doing lots of rehearsals. Um, last night we had a really good rehearsal, and um, Savannah's put me in charge of intimacy coordination, um, which is something I've never really delved too deep into before, but it's actually been really interesting and a really big learning um opportunity for me so it's been really, really good and I'm obsessed with it and I can't wait for shoot week it's going to be a big week but I'm really really excited all right we totally skipped our quote of the week um so we'll quickly do that oh, no, AC <laughs> AC had a really good quote and then she was taking photos of herself and she lost it <laughs> okay um, and our quote of the week this week Amy uh the quote of the week this week is by Cameron Diaz and it is Acting is something different to everybody. I just know that if you watch an actor or an actress getting better and better, I think that's them just getting to know themselves better and better. 
That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. I think I think there's a lot of truth in that. Why do I always feel the need to dissect it? <laughs> we can't just say a quote. We have to say the quote and then talk about why no, it's a good quote. No, I agree because it's something Phil says. Um, he says, even if you take a break from classes, if you're out there living your life and having life experiences, that is just as good mm. as coming to acting class because you're getting real life experience and learning and that's making you a better actor. All righty. We'll introduce our uh, guest of the week this week um, and her name is Tennille Duncan. She is one of the most phenomenal, amazing, gorgeous, beautiful women I've ever met in my entire life. She is beautiful. I, it's it's insane. She, We, we sat down with Tennille because... She has established her entire life, her entire career solely on her own. She's a brilliant businesswoman and she has really made a name for herself in her industry. Um, In saying that, she sold her entire business, quit everything and decided to pursue acting after having six kids. Six kids. So she's just a superwoman basically and we wanted to sit down and chat with her about how – her life has been how like you know selling her business has impacted her and if she has any regrets and how she's gone in the acting industry after pursuing it later in life than you know amy and i have mm, absolutely yeah i have nothing to add sorry that you said it all <laughs> very, very um so we'll get straight into it um thanks for listening and this is our interview with tenille Hello, Tennille. Hello. We're welcoming Tennille Duncan in the studio today. We're very excited to chat with you. I'm excited to be here. Good. How are you today? Great. Good? Yes, I am very good. Is this your first podcast? Mm, no. No, she's, she's second, a professional. Actually. <gasps> wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so she's a pro. You but, are a pro. <laughs> but it is my first acting podcast, oh, which I'm very nice. excited about. Very good. Did you always know that you wanted to be an actor? Oh, yes. Hundred um, percent. So when I was a child, I would. Oh my gosh, the things I do for fun. Um, <laughs> so I grew up in the era where we had tape cassettes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to record myself. Just loved performing. And then I moved to Sydney. Um, joined the Australian Theatre for Young People. Um, and then I actually, I found it quite challenging and I was 17 at the time, very naive country girl in the big smoke, had no idea what I was doing. And then I discovered um, this acting course and it was in Redfern and Redfern in that, at that time was not very, like it wasn't a very safe suburb. So I came from this country town just moved to Sydney. I'm going to go to Redfern at 7pm at night. <laughs> and I was still working out the trains and had no idea what I was doing. And anyway, I couldn't find where this class was. There was um, a few homeless people on the street and I was super scared. Anyway, I eventually found where it was after it would have been 45 to minutes to an hour walking around Redfern in the dark trying to find where I was going rocked up and the acting teacher yelled at me in front of the whole class for being late and then said okay you can come up to the front of the class we're doing this and um it was a monologue where a woman had her period 
and she had to stick her hand down the front of her pants and pull it out and talk about the blood on her hand and say the C word. And like, so I was just this little innocent 17 year old. And I just said, oh, I don't think I can do that. And he yelled at me and said, you're in the wrong industry if you can't do something so simple. You arrive. even want to do that now. (laughs) You arrive late. Yeah, so again, cried, left. And my parents never really um, supported me wanting to be an actor. Um, they were like, you know, you should probably get a, a real job. Love that line. Mm. We love that line here. So that's all it took. Mm. And I gave up. A few. And I went and got, went and studied, got a real job. Mm. And then it never really went away. Like mm. I just, I would always think about it. Yeah. And I had kids and, you know, ran businesses and it was just always in the back of my mind and it's just I, I do believe that some people are born with um that thing the that itch. they want to do yeah and I and I definitely was yeah and so yeah I just got to the point in my life where I just thought you know what life is so short and I'm getting older and I just I want to do something that just sets my soul on fire and that Mm. I just feel like this is what I should be doing and so I took a massive risk and sold my business and just went I'm gonna start studying acting I love that Mm. and what was the reaction from your family and friends well I didn't tell them (laughs) um (laughs) not telling (laughs) my like my husband's been super supportive and he was like egging me on to do it just do it just do it just do it um and also in in my decision making in that um so I got asked to be on a reality tv show and so it was called wife swap (gasps) (laughs) oh yeah Okay, you need to send us your episode. That show is amazing. My family and I watch that show. I used to love Wife Swap, and like, I used to love how like shit the kids were, and then they got like you know a different mum. They gave them different rules, and they were like, "You're not my mum," and yeah, yeah. So. Um, I don't know if it's still on there. You could have a look. Seven oh, plus. I want to find it. Yes. Wipes well. And How long ago was this? Um, so it aired last year. I don't know that it was still gone. Neither did I. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so they contacted me and as soon as they said Wipes well, I'm like, uh-uh. no, thank <laughs> you. No, thank you. And um, yeah, the producer was very persistent and she was lovely love her but um yeah she's like just let me fly up and talk to you and I think because we didn't want to do it my husband and I were just like mucking around when she was like talking to us and she met all the kids and looked around our house and and she's like we really want you on the show and we're like we really just don't want to do it and so few back and forth and a nice little offer financially and we agreed to do it anyway so they sent me (laughs) I had to I had no idea where I was going by the way like they take your phone wallet everything off of you you don't know like it is it's actually you feel very vulnerable and you have like the crew and everything, everyone around you whispering so you don't hear what's coming next. Like they spring everything on you. 
And so they flew me to Sydney, still weren't telling me where I was going. Then we got in a car and we're just driving. By this time it was getting on dark and I'm pestering um, one of the directors that was in the car with me. I'm like, just tell me. And they're like, no. (laughs) Anyway, I ended up falling asleep in the back seat and um, woke up about midnight. We arrived at Mudgee and stayed the night in a hotel and um, the next morning got up early. They mic'd me up, put me back in the back of the car and we're just driving out west. Like, there's nothing around. Nada. Like, full rural. Hmm. And I'm starting to think, I've got no phone. I've got no money. I've got nothing. I'm completely at the mercy of... These people. Yeah. Yeah. And I had no idea where I was going and they pulled up in this paddock and there was no house and you know knowing I was going to be on national television I packed my hair straightener (laughs) I packed my makeup and they would have loved that yeah oh yeah they knew they knew they got me good I can see why they wanted you on on the show now (laughs) yeah I mean and because I've been in your house as well and it is a gorgeous amazing beautiful house like just Tennille is gorgeous yeah and and, 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 yeah like you yourself and so it, it would just be hilarious for them to come and stick you in a place with literally no house anyway so i rock up and i'm like where where's the house and i look over (laughs) (laughs) and it here is this old bus (laughs) it did not even look like this thing could start right and i'm getting out like and like the cameras and everything are all on my oh face. My and you're like, and God. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, <laughs> How is this not your most embarrassing story? <laughs> and um, the life you have lived. Yeah, I know. And anyway, so I get on this bus and they're like, you know, cameras are all in my face, catching every single reaction. <laughs> And I gave myself a pep talk before going on this show going, okay, okay so you'll be careful on what you say. <laughs> and because I do, I love people and I, I'm generally not a judgmental person, mm. um, but I do have my own standards for certain things and I do have my own opinions. Um, and I walked on this bus and it had a very distinct smell to it. <laughs> And as I had the tour of the bus, I'm counting the beds. Eight children on a bus out in the middle of nowhere. And this was going to be my reality for the next 10 days. (laughs) Who lives like that? So crazy. Anyway, I won't give away the show if you want to go and watch it, but we will. We will. (laughs) It was tomorrow night. (laughs) (laughs) It was an extremely long week I didn't get to shower at all the whole oh. nope there was a pit toilet oh. about uh, not quite a kilometre away from the bus like 500 metres and I chose to walk through a field of farmers friends up to my waist to use that pit toilet because it smelt better than the one on the bus oh. anyway so there was this one morning we are filming and I was walking through the field of farmer's friends after using the pit toilet that morning. 
And I just stopped and I looked at the bus and the crew was starting to arrive because they got to stay in a hotel room. Um, and, <laughs> and I just had this feeling of, God, I love this. Oh, really? Yeah. I was just like, I just love, I love the whole production. Mm. I love the ideas. I love them picking up threads of storylines. It was great. Um, and I thought, well, if I can, if I can enjoy this, yeah, being so far out of my comfort zone, then I know I should be on a set. Mm. So that was kind of like another little, that's yeah, so cool. yeah, that's great. Um, um, you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, as someone who entered the industry later in life and is also a mother and a wife, what kind of sacrifices have you had to make in order to pursue acting? Um. So I've always been very ambitious and it is such a common struggle with mums because your ambition never goes away just because you become a mother. But your kids are your priority. Um, So I've just had to do what I could at the time. Um, My youngest is now eight. Mm. I had my first child when I was 20. That's another whole story. Um, She was actually planned. Um, I had endometriosis, so Mm, had a lot of um, issues in that that space. So I decided to have, um, start my family young. Yeah. Um, But, um, yeah, it's just, you've just got to kind of make the decisions every day and make the calls. Mm. It's, there's no perfect balance I've discovered yeah and for many years I was chasing that like I need to find the the perfect work home balance and everything and it is it's it's bloody hard Mm. it's so hard but it's doable yeah I guess you're used to making sacrifices coming from the competing and the fitness industry yeah like that would just and mums are great you know I've got such great respect for mums they are the hardest workers mm. um, and so damn resilient and they can get shit done. Absolutely. Like, so, yeah, if you are a mum, just do it. Just <laughs> do what you can us. at Take the time. So, yeah, I'm lucky now that my kids are growing up a, a little bit. I've definitely got more freedom That's now right. to pursue this. Mm. It's a bit different when you've got super young ones. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like I'm in a good spot now. Cool. Do you have any regrets about your decision to become an actor um, and what has been the most challenging part of your journey so far? Regrets to become an actor. Yeah, like because, I mean, you obviously sold your entire business. Mm-hmm. You pretty much changed your entire life for yeah. this. I mean, how's it going? Like, are you, like, do you, <laughs> I mean, do you feel like you should have done something differently? Do you? Absolutely not. Great. Um, it's what I wanted to do in the first place. Sometimes yeah. I regret giving up when I was 17. Mm-hmm. But now I look back at it and I am who I am because of what I've done and what I've been through. Mm -hmm. And I think taking that big detour, (laughs) um, you know, it it allowed me to have my family um, and get so much life experience. Mm. Like I feel like my life's been pretty rich in experience. And you can see it when you act as well. Like you're so natural and you're so 
emotive and I just feel like you you are you've lived yeah you you lived a life and that really comes across when you're acting I know you're probably like a thousand times better than you would have been when you were 17 and just a million (laughs) (laughs) so even though you weren't necessarily studying like Phil always Mm. tells me like if you're living that's also studying like that's Mm. getting life experience and that's going to help your career yeah and I don't regret it at all because, like, even the other night, because um, I've got a part on, in Savannah Christo's film, Chasing Lemons, and we're sitting around um, at the table read and I just had this moment where I was like, oh, this is what, this is where I should be. This Aww. is what I'm, I am doing, what I feel like I should be doing. And I had that same feeling when I um, walked onto the set of it was my very first extras role on a big set mm. and it was for The Wilds 2 actually and that's just really? on. I need to go and watch it. Awesome. I need to watch it yeah. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, just, just a background actor mm. and I was just there going, man, I love this, mm. the vibe of a set. We've had that moment the as well. The part of being yeah. act- an extra, like it's so exciting but then it also wears off very quickly and you're like, damn, I wish I had a role. Yeah, and I was, like, like I want to be doing what I they're be doing. Talking, yeah. I want to be talking, I want to be front We've each yeah. had that moment where like you're on a set or you're like working somewhere in the industry um, and you just think to yourself, this is what I'm meant to do. Yeah. This yeah. is my, this 100%. is what my life was supposed to be. Yeah. And you just feel so at home. You're just like, this is it. the fact that you can be on a set for like 13 hours and not get bored. And just yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm this. Let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was on set one time. I had this awful wig on. It was giving me a headache. <laughs> and I would literally sat there for 11 hours before they needed me mm. with the wig on. <laughs> but I did not complain <laughs> once. So I was like, this, I am yeah. loving this. I am absolutely They always come out and complain like, oh my God, I was so sorry. And it's like, no, please take your time. I'm getting paid for this. this (laughs) Yeah, just like watching and just watching the actors do their job. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. I remember just staring right at George Clooney when he was acting there. Like, don't look at the actors. Don't look at the actors. And I'm just literally just staring at him. um, It's it's George Clooney. Julia Roberts. Yeah, like, where else am I going to look? I was like, when else? Like, I wasn't even on me. I was like, and the guy next to me is like, you can't look at them. I was like, shut up. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm George Clooney You look yeah. away. It's okay. surreal, isn't it? It's so mm. surreal. And it, it's it's amazing because you just, you get that high of being on a set. Yeah. But at the same time, you always drive home exhausted going, I want When's this so bad. Yeah. 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 And you just want that role. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, what are your goals for your acting career? Um, you also have an interest in filmmaking. Can you share a bit of your plans for future projects without giving too much away, but okay, just kind of give yes, us a bit yes. of a sneaky taste? Um, so I love acting. That's that's my passion. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the whole part of it that I enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. But what I love about film is the stories. And as cliche as this may sound, I think um, – Film and television has such a great power in this world to do good um, and to, um, you know, provoke a different way of thinking in the audience, to be inspiring, to give the audience more empathy towards certain characters. Um, So that's kind of work I want to be involved in. Um, or even if it is something that's lighthearted that can make you laugh, like mm. that's therapy, hey. I just think film and television is just such a great tool 
platform so, platform yeah. to for the for this world. So um, I think that's where the fulfillment comes in in why I want to keep going and pursuing this. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, what was your question? That was such <laughs> um, future projects. What, what, future what are your goals? Oh, yes, what are you yes. up to? What's so, next? So yes, I'm like I said, I'm in Savannah's film, which I'm super excited um, to be a part of mm-hmm. because the cast and crew is such a great group of people and I love collaborating Mm -hmm. I love working with others um and then I'm also writing a television series at the moment well I'm not writing it because one thing I've learned in business is if you're not good at something delegate yep (laughs) um instead of wasting your time Yeah. yeah so I'm almost finished my story bible and I'm going to pitch it and pay a screenwriter to write it for me. Amazing. Awesome. Because I think if I try to write it, it will never be finished. You're a perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the plan there. Great. Um, awesome. Which is completely out of my comfort zone because I've never done anything like that before. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a, a really interesting story. Yeah, you've told me a little bit about it and it does sound incredibly interesting and I'm so excited to see what you do with it. It just looks, yeah, it it sounds incredible and um, you've got a connection to it as well. So it's, it's, it's great for you to be able to tell a story in a in a way that I think will help people. And yeah. again, what, what you said before, um, we have so much ability to tell stories and evoke change within the industry so yeah. i think it's really great what you're doing yeah i'm so you. excited yeah it's gonna be great Can't wait. Mm. yeah i think I, like you are such a good talker you pretty much you just, like, you, like answer all questions our questions without us even having to ask yeah. them we're like going through i was like oh yep she answered that one. Yep, oh, yep. oh yep yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so talking about something and i'd be like perfect yep right yep, yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> we didn't even ask you <laughs> So you can tell you're a pro. Yeah. Yeah. You've just been so great to talk to. It's amazing hearing about your life and all the incredible stuff you've done. I feel so excited to be on your show. And I listened to your podcast yesterday and about your story, Taylor. And oh my God, I was actually had my beats on and I was scrubbing a shower. And (laughs) mum life. Mum life, you know, that balance I was talking about. I'm glad um, I could make it a little more interesting for you. <laughs> it did. It like made it made the time go fast. Mm. And I had tears in my eyes. Oh, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. I, I did not know that about you. Mm. And like I've known you for a year now. Mm. And um and I just think, wow. So yeah. well done for sharing Even that. Even I didn't that was know so the full powerful. Because Taylor's <laughs> not one to like go yeah. into too much detail about it. And so I was so proud of you for opening up like that because it's a, it's a huge thing. My dad even was like, wow, it really puts life in perspective, doesn't it? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and yeah. to be vulnerable, which yeah. is, you know, acting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I think it, it answered a lot of questions that I had about you, yeah. Taylor, because I'm like, I why think it she? really, yeah, shows why I am the way I am. Yeah. Like, it, like it kind of shaped me to be who I am and that's a big reason mm-hmm. uh, I really appreciate listening to it like that really means a lot yeah um, it was yeah very scary putting it out like I the morning I uploaded it, I was texting Amy and I was like bro I'm fucking terrified <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> I haven't even listened to the song yeah I haven't even heard myself <laughs> yeah. and oh okay. my god was, was 
not a short. I haven't listened to it. I refuse. I knew that if I listened to it, I wouldn't upload it. So I was well, like, I just trusted my roommate. She was like, it sounds, she sent it sounds it to fine. Me. She's like, just tell me if I can upload it if it's good. <laughs> I was like, it's good. But no, thank you so much, Talia. That really means good. a lot to me. Um, yeah, it's, I've received such nice feedback from it, which is really lovely. I just love how supportive everyone is in this industry. Like, yeah. I'm so sorry that you had that experience however many years ago when you were 17, because mm. thankfully it's different now. Like, yeah. everyone is kind of like on each other's team. Especially like here in our little community. Yeah, um, we're so lucky with acting. We've got such a beautiful little yeah. It is. community. Yeah, and especially in this industry where we're all you know, struggling yeah, to progress in our career. telling you, oh, <laughs> you know, exactly. for being late. Yeah. I yeah. can't tell you how many times I've been late to class. It feels like, oh, you're here. Oh, you, you were late today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm late everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Danielle, thank you so much for coming on and having a chat. I really hope, I, sure. I really believe that this will inspire people, um, yeah, especially oh, like sure. mums, you have that whole demographic covered. Like it's, it's just amazing what you've done and what you've achieved in your life. And yeah. we really appreciate you coming on to have a chat with us about it. Like we've learned heaps. I've learned heaps. Yeah. I can't wait to go and watch one show tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. Right, I'm so excited. Yeah. Right. Thank <laughs> you so much, Thanks, Danielle. girls. Thanks, Danielle. We love you. Thank you so much, Tanil, for that. That was such an inspiring interview and super interesting to see how you managed to just juggle everything. <laughs> you're superwoman. And you're on wife swap. That just <laughs> blew my mind. It was like the coolest thing ever. And you said it, like, she said it so casually, like, oh, yeah. And, <laughs> oh, there's that other thing. I was like, what? <laughs> with that it's like a huge like thing yeah <laughs> but no that was such a fun interview um uh, we really love talking to you to neil and Tanil is also in um chasing lemon so i've been working with her closely directing her in that which has been so much fun yes and um on that note so we've got a little exciting announcement which feels funny to announce because we haven't even <laughs> shot the film but we've got a premiere date <laughs> So on Thursday this week, I went for a little boozy brunch with Savannah, who is directing Chasing Lemons. Um, and I started to ask her a question. And before I could even finish my question, 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 before I could even finish my question, she instantly replied, yes. And I was like, you don't know what I'm going to ask. But essentially, um, when we premiere Chasing Lemons at Rabina Event Cinemas in February, we will also be premiering our short film, Last Scene. Did you forget what it was called for a second? <laughs> I was going to say before. I didn't know what you were asking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be premiering it before the film. Yes, as, as like a short film, yeah. then feature film. Oh, but the title is Last Scene. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I clearly don't rehearse anything that we we're going to say. Don't. She just puts, she shoves the mic in front of my face. <laughs> I have to talk. Um, but yeah. We're really excited. We literally just created the poster then in about five seconds. Um, it's a really simple poster, but <laughs> it's really complicated actually. Like it has like a lot to it. So um. <laughs> um, we're really excited. The balls rolling, well and truly. So the balls. <laughs> the, ball- <laughs> the balls are out. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, we're super super excited. Um, we've shown the script to a couple people, and they've had a, some really good ideas. And- really good reactions, which makes us feel a lot better because obviously yeah. we love our work because it's yeah. us and we're amazing. But anyway anyone else that we show like it's good to hear it from other people because it kind of gives you that 
like comfort that oh it like it actually is good you know other people are actually excited and keen to do this yeah and taylor can't understand my anxiety seeing as it's something that i wrote but she's just like what are you stressing about it's so good no I like, like i know i i understand the anxiety amy i just i don't understand it in a point of view that i think it's great and yeah. everyone else thinks it's great but obviously i know that you would be your own biggest critic yeah. critic on your own work but like it, surely, I, I'm, I'm hoping at this point the amount of people that have said that it's great is giving you some sort of comfort and relief that it is and, you know, securing yourself and your work that it is really, really good. Mm. Yeah, well, <laughs> I feel like we've showed friends, but still, yeah. No. But, like, if, honest friends too. Honest, yeah. honest friends who are working on the film who would give their honest yeah. opinion on it. No, that's really great and it just makes me more excited because yeah. seeing how everyone else has got ideas is really cool. I think Amy and I have very similar goals of the week again this week. It would be very much just to keep working on the film, um, keep working on classwork for the warehouse. We're feeling very creative recently, so I think we both just want to delve as deep into art and creativity as we can. Um, And we also have Splendor in two weeks, so we also really need to prepare for Splendor. But, yeah, I'm feeling very... um, very motivated to just create my own work and do my own stuff. That's something that Phoebe Waller-Bridge really advocates. And I love her, the director and writer of Fleabag. Um, Amy watches Fleabag one time. (laughs) That's the thing. That started as her one-woman show. She wrote that and performed it herself. And now it is an Emmy Award-winning show. And it's incredible. And she's gone on to do – she co-wrote the James Bond – last James Bond film. Like, she's just taken off. And that literally started from her – creating something her herself so yeah moral of story just create yeah just create your own work and a one woman show who gives a shit what other people think even though i do i, I was gonna say i said that to you all the time amy like don't you start preaching that me? when it's me yeah, telling I'm you like, just who cares no it's great amy you're completely right create your own work who cares what people think about it and hopefully it goes somewhere good like yeah. last scene and chasing lemons yeah. will but even if it is a steaming pile of garbage at least you're creating and you're creating and you're learning something from it yeah like you're learning that you can make steaming piles of garbage i'm sure our film don't say it's going to be a steaming pile of garbage because it's it's not going to be perfect obviously i I mean maybe it will be maybe we'll just make something award-winning just win the academy award (laughs) walk out with some oscars from this i mean maybe but probably not but does that mean we're not going to make more and get better and better and and get a wider audience i hope not hopefully earn some money at one point money would be good that would be good but it's a long way off (laughs) we're paying for this you got to back yourself as well. That was the thing. I was talking to Taylor. I don't have a lot of money saved and I was kind of stressing about how we're going to afford this short film, but I was like, I'll make it work. Mm. And at the end of the day, I want to be putting money into this because it's an investment in my dream and my future and my career. So what better way to spend your money? Exactly. We've waffled on a bit. We like to waffle. Alrighty, we're going to introduce the artist of the week this week. Um, so if you guys remember my roommate Olivia, who has been our artist of the week two times now, well, she has a boyfriend, and <laughs> uh, her boyfriend is in a band called Blacklight, and this song is called Phantoms, who may or may not have been written about Olivia unconfirmed it's confirmed but also unconfirmed yeah it's complicated um you know 18 year olds (laughs) um but the spotify synopsis of their band is 
Blacklight is a three-piece band forming in high school, influenced by alternative rock bands such as the Arctic, Arctic Monkeys, Catfish and the Bottlemen, and The Strokes. They're always writing to find their own unique sound. So, everyone, this is Blacklight, lead singer Callum, Olivia's boyfriend, with Phantoms. And we want to wish you all a lovely week and remind you to keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. Sleep.